0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Want to be a more effective communicator? Learn how generational science can equip you to speak across generations in a way you can be heard well. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truths Table. Your word is truth,
1: your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your
0: word is truth, your
1: word is daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson.
0: And Echemini Uwem. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us.
1: Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading Deuteronomy chapter 14 verse 22 through chapter 15 The Offering of Tithes. You must be certain to tithe all the produce of your seed that comes from the field year after year. In the presence of the Lord your God, In the place he chooses to locate his name, you must eat from the tithe of your grain, your new wine, your olive oil, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks, so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God always. When he blesses you, if the place where he chooses to locate his name is distant, you may convert the tithe into money, secure the money, and travel to the place the Lord your God chooses for himself. Then you may spend the money, however you wish, for cattle, sheep, wine, beer, or whatever you desire. You and your household may eat there in the presence of the Lord your God and enjoy it. As for the Levites in your villages, you must not ignore them, for they have no allotment or inheritance along with you. At the end of every three years, you must bring all the tithe of your produce in that very year, and you must store it up in your villages. Then the Levites, because they have no allotment or inheritance with you, the resident foreigners, the orphans, and the widows of your villages may come and eat their fill, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work you do. Chapter 15. The Year of Debt Release. At the end of every seven years, you must declare a cancellation of debts. This is the nature of the cancellation— Every creditor must remit what he has loaned to another person. He must not force payment from his fellow Israelite, for it is to be recognized as the Lord's cancellation of debts. You may exact payment from a foreigner, but whatever your fellow Israelite owes you, you must remit. However, there should not be any poor among you, for the Lord will surely bless you in the land that he is giving you as an inheritance. If you carefully obey him by keeping all these commandments that I am giving you today, for the Lord your God will bless you just as he promised. You will lend to many nations, but will not borrow from any. And you will rule over many nations, but they will not rule over you. The Spirit of Liberality If a fellow Israelite from one of your villages in the land that the Lord your God is giving you should be poor, you must not harden your heart or be insensitive to his impoverished condition. Instead, you must be sure to open your hand to him and generously lend him whatever he needs. Be careful lest you entertain the wicked thought that the seventh year, the year of cancellation of debts, has almost arrived, and your attitude be wrong towards your impoverished fellow Israelite, and you do not lend him anything he will cry out to the Lord against you, and you will be regarded as having sinned. You must by all means lend to him and not be upset by doing it. For because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you attempt. There will never cease to be some poor people in the land. Therefore, I am commanding you to make sure you open your hand to your fellow Israelites, who are needy and poor in your land. Release of debt slaves. If your fellow Hebrew, whether male or female, is sold to you and serves you for six years, then in the seventh year you must let that servant go free. If you set them free, you must not send them away empty handed. You must supply them generously from your flock, your threshing floor, and your winepress. As the Lord your God has blessed you, you must give to them. Remember, that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. Therefore, I am commanding you to do this thing today. However, if the servant says to you, I do not want to leave you, because he loves you and your household, since he is well off with you, you shall take an owl and pierce a hole through his ear to the door. Then he will become your servant permanently. This applies to your female servant as well. You should not consider it difficult to let him go free. For he will have served you for six years, twice the time of a hired worker. The Lord your God will bless you in everything you do, giving God the best. You must set apart for the Lord your God every firstborn male born to your herds and flocks. You must not work the firstborn of your bulls or shear the firstborn of your flocks. You and your household must eat them annually before the Lord your God and the place He chooses. If one of them has any kind of blemish, lameness, blindness, or anything else, you may not offer it as a sacrifice to the Lord your God. You may eat it in your villages, whether you are ritually impure or clean, just as you would eat a gazelle or an ibex. However, you must not eat its blood. You must pour it out on the ground like water. Deuteronomy chapter 27, the assembly at Shechem. Then Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, Pay attention to all the commandments I am giving you today. When you cross the Jordan River to the land the Lord your God is giving you, you must erect great stones and cover them with plaster. Then you must inscribe on them all the words of this law when you cross over, so that you may enter the land the Lord your God is giving you a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, said to you. So when you cross the Jordan, you must erect on Mount Ebal these stones about which I am commanding you today, and you must cover them with plaster. Then you must build an altar there to the Lord your God, an altar of stones. Do not use an iron tool on them. You must build the altar of the Lord your God with whole stones and offer burnt offerings on it to the Lord your God. Also, you must offer fellowship offerings and eat them there, rejoicing before the Lord your God. You must inscribe on the stones all the words of this law, making them clear. Then Moses and the Levitical priests spoke to all Israel. Be quiet and pay attention, Israel. Today you have become the people of the Lord your God. You must obey him and keep his commandments and statues that I am giving you today. Moreover, Moses commanded the people that day, the following tribes must stand to bless the people on Mount Gerizim when you cross the Jordan, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin. And these other tribes must stand for the curse on Mount Ebal, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali. The Covenant Curses. The Levites will call out to every Israelite with a loud voice, Cursed is the one who makes a carved or metal image, something abhorrent to the Lord, the work of the craftsman, and sets it up in a secret place. Then all the people will say, Amen. Cursed is the one who disrespects his father and mother. Then all the people will say, Amen. Cursed is the one who who moves his neighbor's boundary marker. Then all the people will say, Amen. Cursed is the one who misleads a blind person on the road. Then all the people will say, Amen. Cursed is the one who perverts justice for the resident foreigner, the orphan, and the widow. Then all the people will say, Amen. Cursed is the one who goes to bed with his father's former wife, for he dishonors his father then all the people will say, Amen. Curse is the one who commits bestiality, then all the people will say, Amen. Curse is the one who goes to bed with his sister, the daughter of either his father or mother, then all the people will say, Amen. Curse is the one who goes to bed with his mother-in-law, then all the people will say, Amen. Curse is the one who kills his neighbor in private, Then all the people will say, Amen. Cursed is the one who takes a bribe to kill an innocent person. Then all the people will say, Amen. Cursed is the one who refuses to keep the words of this law. Then all the people will say, Amen. New Testament Reading Romans chapter 15, verses 23 through 33. But now there is nothing more to keep me in these regions, and I have for many years desired to come to you when I go to Spain, for I hope to visit you when I pass through, and that you will help me on my journey there, after I have enjoyed your company for a while. But now I go to Jerusalem to minister to the saints, for Macedonia and Achaia Are pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. For they were pleased to do this, and indeed they are indebted to the Jerusalem saints. For if the Gentiles had shared in their spiritual things, they are obligated also to minister to them in material things. Therefore, after I have completed this and have safely delivered this bounty to them, I will set out for Spain by way of you. And I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of Christ's blessing. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, through our Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, to join fervently with me in prayer to God on my behalf. Pray that I may be rescued from those who are disobedient in Judea, and that my ministry in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. Now may the God of peace be with all of you. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and righteous and holy God, you are indeed worthy to be praised We are in awe of you for all that you continue to do in our lives. We thank you, O God, for your kindness and compassion, your nearness. We thank you for the gift of your word, the instructions that you have given to us, and the way in which your word points to our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. God, we are mindful from these Old Testament passages about how we are called to give our very best, our very best to you, O Lord. And God, in doing that, we demonstrate godliness because you, O oh Lord, gave your very, very best for us. We are called to be cheerful givers because you are a cheerful giver. You gave us your very self, Emmanuel, God with us. And O oh Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful, grateful, grateful for the very gift of you, The gift of your presence and your compassion and your holiness and your righteousness and your your guidance to us in our life. The gift of you and the fullness and beauty of you, God, you have given to us in making us your covenant people. For that, we say thank you. We are amazed by your grace today. And merciful God, we ask that you would help us to be cheerful givers and to be mindful of those who you are mindful of. The language of the resident foreigner that we see in this text, O God. Those who are amongst us where this may not be their home, but they are attempting to make it a home amongst us, let us be found hospitable and generous, for we are people that you have set free. And just like you shared with your people in the Old Testament, that they were once in bondage in Egypt and now are free, and remember that, and how we treat other people, how we treat the sojourner. Let us be mindful of that today, in today's time, that you have set us free. And because of that, that changes the way that we ought to see those who are around us. God, help us to be ever mindful of the widow, people who are uniquely vulnerable in our society, who are disconnected from from resources and stability and protection. Oh God, we are mindful of the widows of our land. Help us to be mindful of the orphans of our land those without the protection of parents, O Lord, without the resources and protection of parents, O God. Help us to be mindful of the widows in our land. And O God, help us to be mindful of the poor. We thank you, O God, for this reminder in your word that nowhere do you call us to moralize and to, to give pep talks about why people are poor, but instead you have called us to be generous givers and that you have told us to care for the poor that are amongst us throughout the generations. You have told us to be this way Because you are a cheerful giver when we have nothing to bring to the table, when we could not save ourselves, when we could not pull ourselves up by bootstraps that we did not have, when we could not save ourselves, when we could not give you a suitable and acceptable offering, you gave the offering of yourself on our behalf. So, oh God, let us be real Christians that are indeed generous and mindful of who you have called us to be mindful of. For your name's sake, empowered by your spirit, we pray. Amen and amen. If we want to be effective
0: communicators, it's important to know that different generations communicate differently. In his book, Speaking Across Generations, Daryl Hall explores how generations are distinct people groups with their own cultures and languages. Pastor Hall engages with generational science and fresh research from the Barner Group. You'll learn how each generation receives verbal messages from boomers and Xers to millennials and Gen Z and those not yet named. Become a more effective communicator with insight from Daryl Hall in speak